it is Tyler Knapp. Welcome to the very first episode of Average Joes, the podcast where I interview anyone and everyone and talk about their job or career. We cover everything from job duties, do's and don'ts on the job, funny moments, good times and bad times, and many other topics. This week, I am speaking with Joe Spinelli. Joe is a chef with eight years of experience in the field from many different restaurants and one of my best friends. Joe, how's, how's it going? How's it going, Tyler? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. How, how are you liking the uh, studio? It's looking good. It looks pretty it good. It's nice. Um, <laughs> Do you like the production value? Yeah. I think this is, you get, it's a bang for your buck. Yeah. Well, I thought that you might like this setting more than, uh, say, other people. You know, I feel like this, this suits your personality very well. I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. For those of you that don't know, we are in Joe's bedroom right now because I'm broke. Um, Joe. So you are a chef. Yes. Correct. Uh, you know This isn't a polygraph, but I mean it's kind of like you, know, the you term, can't lie to me. The term chef goes a long way. Goes a long way. The term chef is like a, a title that comes with the career. It's <laughs> you, not You know, Webster's dictionary defines a chef as <laughs> like the unwritten rule. See, back in the day I called myself a chef when I was like seventeen and I got yelled at. A meme chef? No, not a meme chef. A a chef in the in the kitchen. Wait, is this a true story? You actually you called yourself a chef a chef back when you were younger, and you got yelled at for it. Yeah, no, I guess that when I was like first starting off, I like referred to myself as like one of the chefs. Like really, yeah, I, and they they and, didn't like that. Who didn't? Yeah, it who was uh, one of my old employers? Like my actual chef. Like the chef is like the the captain of the ship, and then everybody else is a cook. Right, right, okay. So he like yelled at you for that because yeah, like, he was disrespect. like, "You're not." Yeah, he was like, "You are not a chef." See, you this are is a cook. this is why I'm very excited about doing this podcast because if you if like first off like if I had never like asked like that stupid question that made you even think of that in the beginning, I would have never known that. That is insane to me. That's actually really cool that they take pride in that enough to where they'll get angry and yell at someone, even like a little kid, not a little kid, but I mean, yeah, kind of a. Like, I mean, you were like 17. Yeah, I was young. like you know didn't that full of ego you know didn't have any experience and i was just like referred to myself in conversation not thinking anything of it just like oh yeah you know myself and one of the other chefs up here and they're like he was uh, like whoa you're not a chef another chef and he was like there's, there's only there's, one there's, chef i'm the chef you are a cook <laughs> and so is he the only other chef here is my assistant no shit yeah they take that stuff serious i like that all right so at the time you were only a cook but now you're a chef, right? And you have a good a good amount of years under your belt in this. Uh, would you call this what a career? Yeah, yeah, More, a career. Yeah, because there's a big difference between. I mean, people who work like say you know in retail and things like that. That's a job, yeah. unless you want to make a career out of it. But you know, it's not a it's not a stop. It's something that you're going to be doing. That's this is your career. Yeah. Um, can you take me through your daily routine as a chef? You know. What do you do, you know, first thing when you come, I mean, I got to imagine that a job like that or a career like that, you got to have like a pretty set routine. You know, when I come into work, these, this is the thing I do first, you know, and I got to do this to get this ready and this and that. So like, is that the case? Uh, it depends. It, some places, yes. Other places when there's like high catering volume in there, there's, it's a different story every day, especially in the kitchen. Because you'll have a mess from someone the next day, or you'll have to clean up something that they left for months that you just kind of didn't pay attention to. So you're you're pretty much you're battling other people that you're working with. So that's kind of like a uh, 
So are you saying like the first thing you do when you come in is basically uh, try to like play catch up from the night before and things yes, like that? because the night before. You, it's So in the morning you come in and you get everything ready for your ass being kicked later that night. Okay. It is like intense. So you come in. Some of the better places I've worked at, you're allowed to come in at like noon. Other places I've had to be in for like 6 a.m. for like an event that we were having at 8. Really? But yeah, you have to, like, the hours in a kitchen are, like, no other. Like, you go in whenever they tell you. You don't have a set schedule. So, oh, so not even just job to job, day to day. It's, yeah, no, it changes every day. You'll you'll know that you'll have, like, Tuesday off that week, and then Monday night you'll get a call, like, oh, yeah, I need you to come in tomorrow morning. No one else is going to be here, so it's your job. And something like that, that's, that's, like, I'm asking, is that something where... Um, cause you had said, you know, like, uh, in a catering event type of a thing, cause like you don't really think about it. Um, but when you're forced to take like Thanksgiving, for example, like you start the night before, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the things take a lot of time. Oh yeah. So like, obviously if you work in a restaurant and there's a set menu and it's just a normal day, you might be able to come in a lot earlier than say, like, if you had like a catering kind of event thing and that kind of makes sense, yeah. but you're saying like, literally day to day yeah i mean like so say you have a set menu right and it doesn't yeah. change ever you still have to come in and prepare the things that you're out of so that changes based on how many people come in the restaurant the night prior right right so if you sell out of calamari you have to go in and prep calamari the next day right and each job each item has a different prepping you know set of routines set of instructions you have to do so it takes time like some things take longer than others well yeah i get that Sometimes, you know, you'll have a, a truck, like a delivery truck, delivering food at 8 a.m. that you have to go put away and clean up. Okay. So you have to deal with that stuff, or you'll have to, you know, clean up a mess, like I said, or um, say you have a bunch of takeout orders that day in the afternoon, then you get backed up, right, when you're prepping that calamari I was telling you about. Right, right. you have a table of, like, 40 people that walk in for a communion, right? And right. And you then are taken away from that calamari. To go plate up food for 40 people. Right. So what you're saying is then, you know, your day basically, you, you come in, you got to play a little bit of catch up, you, and then you guys start getting things ready for your day. You know, if you know, to make it easy, let's just say it's a normal day, you have a set schedule, you have a set menu. So you come into work, it's 8 a.m., right? You spend like, I don't know, a few hours to maybe an hour like cleaning up and kind of catching up sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then you spend about how how long are you spending on uh, prep? All day. You, you'll all day. Prep, okay, you'll see, that's what day. I was thinking. So you're prepping basically all day, and the only time you're not prepping is when an immediate thing comes in. Like someone comes in and says, hey, I want a hamburger. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes you'll get prepped out. You'll start in the morning. You'll say, okay, we ran out of calamari last night. And you go in, and you prep calamari at 10 in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Noon comes along and you have a massive lunch rush and then you sell out of calamari and again again so then you have to go back and do it again. Sometimes you may not even have calamari on deck, so you have to right. go out to a store, drive out to a store and go pick it up and then come back. Wow, that I've had to do that a couple of times with chicken or something like that, bread, because like we just didn't have any and none of the suppliers can get it out to us fast enough. So I've had to drive to Stop and Shop, buy all of their chicken breast. Really? Yeah, I looked like a serial killer walking out of there. Like, my entire <laughs> shopping cart was chicken breast. I so, spent, like, $700 on chicken breast that day. 
when you're buying this chicken breast, it's just what, like a package of raw chicken breast or like chicken breast that they made that you're now saying like, here we go. No, we it's made. raw. Yeah. Oh, okay. It'll but just, you're yeah. saying the prep, you know, cutting it and all yeah. that stuff. And okay. The quality of it's also a little bit different too, because you'll get stuff straight from the farm from produced from, you know, producers, mm-hmm. but in, in a stupor store or a grocery store, you go in and it's been sitting there for four days. It's been trimmed like shit because you have some. 17 year old trimming it behind the counter he doesn't know what he's doing whereas you have a farmer trimming chicken and cutting up chicken it comes in at a nicer quality so it's like you pay more for bad chicken or you pay the farmer for good chicken but okay yeah no i dig that so yeah and it kind of just plays into the whole thing of like uh i don't know what there's like signs you know you can you know it could either be fast and you know cheap or good and expensive or you know like that kind of yeah. thing like in that kind of scenario you know you got a lot of people coming in and you know if they want to wait the time you could prep it yourself yeah. right but they don't want to wait the time so it's got to be done right now which means you got to go and get a shittier quality item. i mean not necessarily shittier but i mean i know that's not the point you're making but i'm saying you know now you got to go out and get a subpar quality you know yeah no i've had to do that actually going back to your last point where you asked me if we resold it like someone's someone's work and resold it as our hour as ours. Yeah. Um, my last job we worked at, we were running a pizza special, so they sold out at lunch, and there was no flour, and we weren't going to get flour for two weeks, something crazy. So then my boss sent me out to go scavenge pizza places and ask if I could buy their dough. <laughs> so I ended up going to some pizza place like an hour away. It was really? crazy. Yeah. Because everybody was like, no, what the hell? Get out of here. Yeah. Went to someplace an hour away. It was like a chain. Not a major chain, but it was a chain within like the area I was in. Like I was like, yeah, we'll sell it to you for like a dollar seventy-five each ball of dough. And I was like, all right, I'll take seventy. No shit. Yeah. So and then they gave me their their sheet trays and sent me in my car and yeah. I had pizza dough and then we sold it that night as hours. Really? Yeah. Right, so okay, so you have like a lot of different obstacles that come out come yeah, at you throughout the day. Is, yeah, it changes every day. But for the most part, that's your day, right? Yeah, your day is basically, you know, a little bit of catch up. Which, okay, well, you know, to, not to derail myself, but like you, you're playing a little bit of catch up, prepping, and then dealing with like immediate dangers. Not dangers, but like immediate. You know, if I'm to use like a like a video game thing, it's like you know immediate threats coming in like right yeah. away. Oh yeah, and then 100%. just prepping. It's just funny because like you think about it, it's like a never-ending cycle. You no, know what I mean? Like that's why people you, get stressed out and turn to like addiction. Is because like you're work, you're doing that from twelve a.m. to like, or not twelve a.m. like noon, right? Right to like one in the morning. Right. right. Some restaurants don't close until one in the morning. You sometimes when you think you're gonna close, then you get a party of like ten that walk in. Right, and it's not up to you to say yeah or yeah, no. Exactly, you're right. just some cook in the kitchen that right has no say. You have to cook. See, like that's crazy, and I and I st- I do really enjoy that. Not enjoy, but I think it's a really funny thing to like note that it's just a never ending cycle. Like the only day you're not playing catch up is like the first day the restaurant opens. You know what I mean? Yeah. In theory, or at least you know from my perspective, that's what it seems like. Because if every day you're trying to prep shit. And people are coming in nonstop, and you gotta deal with them immediately. That's why you have catch up in the in the morning, which yeah. that catch up in the morning, which is taking time away from your prep, which is ne- you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just a never. No, it's, it's it just doesn't stop. And then you deal with things that are like not even factors of like customers. So say like 
playing catch up and then all of a sudden your grill breaks mm-hmm. right and then you have to wait like you can't get it to turn on so then you have to do everything else like you have to figure it out like someone wants grilled chicken and your grill doesn't turn on what are you gonna do has that happened to you all the time dude i've been in places where the power has gone out right before a wedding and we still had to put out a meal Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna skip then. Uh, I had one thing I want to still get to, um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm gonna skip to because uh, you just kind of brought it up, right? So one thing I wanted to get to was a time that something went wrong. How to avoid it? Like, you know, if it's something that can be avoided, like maybe you learned something in your time where you know this problem occurred, and now you know something that can prevent it. Yeah. And what you did in that situation specifically, you know, maybe it wasn't the best thing to do now that you know a little bit more. Like, you know, uh, the grill wouldn't turn on, so I went to the store and bought grilled chicken and then sold the grilled chicken, right? That's what I did to solve the problem, but now I know that, you know, you can do this instead, like that sort of thing. So do you want to, like, is that something? Yeah, we can do that. All right, yeah. All right, so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's been times where we've had to, clean out in a, a uh, deep fryer right right before service i was like oh that's extra sorry to inter- i don't mean to interrupt you but that's like really really important right yeah because could, i've heard stories about people getting could, sick yeah people don't some people don't change that that's disgusting like, that and this is just gross. the the uh the oil that they're like frying chicken in french fries stuff like that yeah and anything it goes all night that stuff lasts like a week right I don't know. I do, oil, is it yeah. daily or no? That's like a weekly task. Usually, it gets all black and dirty, and then you have to clean it out. Black. Yeah, it starts burning. Like wow. all the stuff starts falling to the bottom and charring up, and then you have to clean it out like really well. Okay. So you have to turn it off and drain it, and then scrub it, and then scrub it even more, and then fill it back up, kind of deal. Right. And this takes quite a while. Yeah. Or... Well, you also have to wait for the oil to cool down, right? Yeah. Once you turn it off, so that way it's safe for you to clean and everything. Yeah. So I was told to tell some kid, go clean the fryer. He opens up the thing, doesn't turn it off, doesn't oh, wait for no. it to cool down, just, like, has a plastic bucket, too. That was the bad part. Plastic bucket, right? Oh, my just God. one of those, like, leftover buckets, just empties the whole hot oil into this plastic bucket. So he didn't even turn it off? No. He didn't even turn it off. He just, with it on. He just pulled the lever. I was pulled like, the lever. what are you doing? <laughs> and I was... How hot is that oil? like 350 degrees jesus yeah. christ that stuff is maybe 370 sometimes it gets like you sometimes you yeah make it higher. Right. but yeah that stuff just melted the entire plastic bucket and then there was hot oil all over the floor in the kitchen that we had to wait to cool down melted like all the line, uh, linoleum flooring and that sort of stuff but it melted uh, the flooring it melted a lot of stuff <laughs> it then, melted a bunch of things cleaning up oil isn't fun right? right that part i do i am I'm, I'm familiar with yeah so we had to clean up oil and then like 20 minutes before service started when we opened the doors for dinner right so this was yeah you guys were prepping getting the yeah. day ready the last thing we're gonna Tell do the, is the like let's kid. clean this oil let's get it all set so we don't have to deal with this tonight if if you did everything correctly how long does that take you roughly uh, that takes you like if you're good at it, 40 minutes. I mean, maybe not 40. Maybe like 30 minutes. To About a half an hour. Clean a fryer, yeah. Yeah, half an hour well. if you do it time efficiently. Uh, yeah, by yourself. By yourself, okay. Yeah. So how long did this ordeal end up taking because like, of the fuck up? Dude, we didn't clean up the oil until like... But we had to wait for it to cool down. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, we were opening the doors. So we're cooking in hot oil on the floor. 
Right. Super unsafe. Yeah. yeah. Slippery, you get hurt. Yeah. And you're working I mean, you have knives. to wear special shoes. Okay. That was one of the lessons I learned early on in my career is you have to wear special non-slip shoes. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you, we were cooking in oil on the floor and we had the dishwashers cleaning up the oil while we were cooking. Right, so not only are you, you're not, I mean, you're I've not been, ruining someone else. You're you're now ruining someone else's night because now the dishwashers have to deal with that, and then they're getting backed up on the dishes coming back. So right. it's like a train of just yeah, it's like a, it's like a domino effect of just like terrible things going on. And I'm I'm already thinking like I've been in. I am not a chef by any means, nor am I really even a cook. But I have worked in those kinds of settings, you know, working at like a cafe, and then like you know, I worked at a bar, and um. I, I've seen a kitchen, like, in in operation, and the shit is bananas. Like, you know, there's people, you know what, like, uh, behind, right? You always say, you know, behind, yeah. you know, whatever. You know, uh, hot, you know, you're walking around with hot. Like, so people are, there's people moving around like crazy. Yeah. All around, you know, you have sharp, sharp knives. Like, insanely sharp knives. Shit everywhere is hot that can burn you. You know, and now you have stuff on the floor that you can, I mean, I, you have non-slip shoes, but I mean, that can't matter, right? In oil, like it's probably yeah, still really I mean, slippery. Yeah, so now you're working with hot, you know, hot pans and, and, you know, fryers and stuff like that. You got sharp knives, you're, and you're all still trying to, you know, meticulously make meals because again, that isn't something that's easy, no, right? If, if anyone's ever tried to make dinner making dinner is really hard, but now you're doing it for 30 or 40, you know, however many people. So now you're trying to like pay attention to the stuff you're doing, which on a normal night, I got to imagine is really difficult. Just trying to make sure that the meal comes out right. And you got people on the floor cleaning up. So it's like the fact that like their nights are ruined because they have more dishes. It's like they could have easily, someone easily could have got really hurt. Yeah. Right. We made sure, yeah, that, yes, someone just could have gotten hurt from someone else's stupidity. And that happens all the time. Like Things I, like that. When I was a dishwasher, some, like, a chef threw a hot pan to, like, for me to clean, not telling me it was hot. I grabbed it with my bare hand. Oh, no. And just, like, it's wet, so then you hear all, like, the sizzle, and then mm-hmm. you pull your hand off, and then you realize you burn yourself. Right. That happens all the time. Or sometimes you'll grab a hot pan with, like, a wet towel, and then you get Yeah, I know that that's bad, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... You have to protect your own kind of deal. Like, it's like you work as a team. It's like a pirate ship. That's what everybody compares it to. It's like something goes wrong. It's someone else's job that ends up falling on someone else's plate kind of deal. Right, exactly. Um, All right, so one other thing I wanted to get to really quick. Do you have two quick stories, just funny things that happen on the job? Yeah, I'll I'll tell you the story of how I learned that... um, kitchen shoes were a wise investment okay all right let's hear it i was working at this pizza place and i was a dishwasher at the time and i was i was like 15 and i had my air jordans on thinking i was the coolest dishwasher ever <laughs> like all the girls there wanted to get with me right so they I probably did oh, yeah i ended up with katie okay yeah. yeah right well you're a handsome fella right i know <laughs> yeah. um so we i had my air jordans on and the chef goes yeah we just got a delivery of tomato sauce we need you to go take it downstairs and put it away i look outside and it's raining out and we have the cellar door open so i have to go down these wet concrete steps right as you can imagine i slipped and fell with all these cans of tomatoes in my oh, hands no. yeah it crushed me i fell down the, the cellar stairs and like cut open my arm and hit my head a bunch of times and then this was this place was sketchy so i went upstairs and told the chef what i was doing or what happened and he laughed at me really and he was like that didn't happen 
And I was really? like, what? And he was like, yeah, that didn't happen. I was like, okay. So then we wish he, he just didn't want to get sued. I'm pretty sure because that place was a safety hazard. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't also, even thinking of that. Yeah, you could have easily got a lawsuit ahead of that. Problem. Yeah, no, it was it was like a sketchy place. So it was a pizza place, as you can imagine. They're not. The... I actually think I know the pizza place you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, did the tomato cans get no, messed up? Just me. Yeah. All right. So at least it wasn't a total loss. No, but then I learned to buy non-slip shoes, and they have saved me. It may have saved you a scrape. But no one would have thought you were cool, and you might not have had your girlfriend that you have today. Eh. It's all because of the shoes. All right, Joe, thanks for uh, being on the podcast. That was very informative, and thank you for that uh, uplifting story at the end there. Um, do you want to uh, let us know where we can find you on uh, social media, where you're working now, anything like that? Um, yeah, you can You can shoot me a follow on Instagram if you want, and the uh, username jspins. It's an underscore in there. You want to spell that? J-A-Y underscore. S-P-I-N-S. All right. So that's your uh, social media? Yep. We're working at uh, Quinesset Country Club, the beautiful country club in Rhode Island. All right. Cool. So you know where to find Joe if you're looking to find him, uh, an excellent chef. Um, all right, guys. So that is our episode, uh, very first episode of Average Joe's. Thank you again, Joe, for coming on the show and sharing with us. Till next time, take it easy, Joe's. Yeah.